Carr to throw. Wants to go deep. He's got Shahid out there. He's got it. And Shahid in for the touchdown. 58 yards to give New Orleans the lead. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Hashtag Shane Steichen overs. We'll get to the Colts-Panthers game coming up in a little bit. Uh, Fox Sports courtesy of the call there as we continue our handicap week nine in the NFL. Nick and Ken here with you on You Better You Bet. Great to be joined by our audience on Stadium and uh, New Orleans yesterday. How about eight yards per play? 38 points on offense with Derek Carr and company. Just an explosion by the Saints offense. Rashid Shahid's awesome. Kamara's awesome. Taysom Hill's awesome. Chris Olave, maybe not so much. At some point, Olave's going to pop in a big way. But I know his fantasy owners are a little frustrated with his performance. But a great effort from the New Orleans Saints as they beat the Colts yesterday in Indy, 38-27. to And on Sunday, they will host... The secret Bajant man, Tyson Bajant and the Chicago Bears, who a week after uh, Bajant's debut, taking down the Las Vegas Raiders at home, go to Los Angeles and get absolutely shelled by Justin Herbert and the Chargers. And uh, I am saying Tyson Bajant is starting, in case you missed it. Justin Fields already been ruled out. Bajan will get his third consecutive start. That is confirmed by Matt Eberflus. So Bajan starts for the Bears on the road at the Saints. Ken, the opening number here, New Orleans, a touchdown favorite at home. The total here is 41. Here's another leading question for you. <laughs> would you ever feel comfortable laying seven with Derek Carr and the Saints against anybody? Maybe it would be Tyson Bajan and the Chicago Bears. Early thoughts here, pen, pencil, blood, or blank, Saints and Bears. And a rematch of the 2005 NFC Championship game that I lost a lot of yeah. money on because I bet on Reggie Bush and the Saints. Mm, yeah, uh, I, I do remember that game. Uh, I think... Yeah, I think this is, man, this this has been a rough board for me this week, just in terms of like finding stuff that I that we come on and be like, oh, I love this, I love this, I love this. The quarterback games have been tough. I think making a number in this game is really difficult because you have two games of Bajan, and what what can you do with that in terms of figuring out what this number is supposed to be? Yeah, I mean, my first thought, as it is with almost every Saints game, I will say though, I am mad at myself. Like I I missed a bet on the Saints yesterday. I really did. We came on at the start of the week last week, and I go, I'm supposed to bet them this week. Like I'm supposed. This is like a perfect setup. It's like I'm supposed to bet on them, and they they win the game. Uh, extra rest, like short number because they haven't played very well, and like a team that they can score against. And I missed a bet. And great, that was a really good setup for them. And now we're back to this, where it's like, do you ever want to lay this many points with this? this group of dummies uh no i don't um i think this is a team that they could win by margin against because they're just so bad i mean i think they could definitely do that so i, I don't think there's like a lot going on i mean i, I tried to make a number on the game God, we only have a couple bajan games it's tough six and a half was what i came up with and like i think there's a chance that i can just get bajan wrong and he, he's worse and this is what it should be because he's worse than the same defense is really good so uh, i don't have a problem with seven but yeah, like, am I, is there any chance I'm laying seven with the Saints in this game? No, I'm getting them off of an offensive explosion and I'm getting Bajant off the worst start you can possibly have. Isn't it more likely that this is stretched just a little bit too much as opposed to the right amount, which maybe is like six and a half. That would kind of be my thought. Maybe it's like kind of splitting hairs a little bit. Uh, unlikely I'll have a bet in the game. Do, do you think we ever get an opportunity to tease New Orleans in this game? And if so, is that something you'd be interested in doing? No, I just uh, I I think the coach and the quarterback are this that dumb and they're that it's remember we, like week to week league too, which I know everybody says. So hey, the Saints can score a million points and they can win by margin and they can look really good and then they can do you know everything they've done in all the other games they could do the next week and it wouldn't really be that surprising. So yeah, just not like you know wouldn't money line parlay them, wouldn't tease them. 
Uh, just always, I'm always going to think of them as like a vulnerable favorite in a game uh, when they're that poorly coached and their quarterback's going to turn it over. Uh, I I tend to agree with you. Um, I, as of right now, I don't think I want anything to do with this game. Maybe that'll change over the yeah. course of the week. We'll see injury reports. We'll see if the Bears get some players back on defense. So I think we can, we can probably move past this game, right? For right now, nothing else to say on the Bears it, and the Saints for now. And it's worth noting, in basically every other game we've done, we've had a longer discussion, mostly because there's been line movement in those games too. This open seven, it's just been seven. Like, that's all that's happening here, really. Uh, you know, like, they're going to have, like, the really, really, really initial line movements and stuff, but it's been a really quiet game. The total got that down a little bit right away, which I think makes sense, like, Bajant on the road against that defense. Like, what kind, you know, is this going to be just a New Orleans, like, strangles this game to death and wins, you know, 20 to 7 or something? Is it going to be that kind of a game? Possibly. Uh, so I, I just, I don't know if there's that much interesting stuff here. I guess it just comes down to, like, you know, uh, just can you do your best to evaluate the first two games of Bajent and like what you think this is going to look like? Is it going to look more like the first game? You know, albeit against like probably a really unprepared Raiders team in a home game, or is it going to look like a huge step up in class versus what that game was, where just in terms of like the quality of the quarterback you're facing, Hoyer to Her Hoyer to Herbert, there's a nice alliterative thing, just like really, really a step up. Like this is kind of in between. I don't feel confident in, in what bears I'm going to get in this game. Yeah, I think we need a couple more days to kind of marinate on this, see if we have any bets. I have nothing in this game either with the Saints and the Bears. So let's move on to one of the most interesting games coming up in Week 9 in the NFL. And that'll be the first place, 6-2, Baltimore Ravens hosting the 5-2 first place, Seattle Seahawks, who earlier today, and we talked about this to start the show, traded for New York Giants defensive lineman Leonard Williams. So Seattle kind of loading up for the stretch run, and thanks to the Niners, three straight losses heading into thereby, the Seahawks find themselves again atop the NFC West. Pretty, like, big number in this game. I, I don't necessarily know that I disagree with it. I think Ravens and kind of like this zone makes a lot of sense. But it's really interesting, right? Baltimore, a five-and-a-half-point home favorite against Geno Smith and the Seahawks coming off their last-second win, close to a last-second win at home against the Cleveland Browns. Geno and the offense explode early in the game, then basically go dormant until the end. Geno hits Jackson Smith and Jigba for the winning touchdown. And Baltimore... Doesn't play great, but still manages to find a way to win, and that's what really good teams do right on the road in Arizona. So Baltimore, a five-and-a-half-point home favorite. Your total in the game is 43. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank, Ravens and Seahawks. Yeah, another game where we haven't had a lot of a lot of movement since the market opened. The little bit of movement we've had has been toward Baltimore, uh, where there is like a couple sixes, or there are a couple sixes on the board. A couple of the five-and-a-halves are juiced toward the Ravens. Uh, my number of the game was like exactly five and a half. And I saw it. And I just go like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I, you know, just like it's such a weird number to make a game and then have also be the number in the market. Uh, if I had to bet this game right now, but I don't think I'm going to bet it right now. Uh, if we did see, like, let's say this uh, steam line movement is indicative of what we're going to see in the first part of this week, where Baltimore is going to get that out a little bit, because I, I think a lot of people's rating for them is, you know, among the best teams in the league. Their defense might end up being the best defense in the league at the end of the year. The offense, if it, you know, kind of the pass game is is clicking a little bit more than it did in the first part, you could make an argument they're among the best teams in the league. Totally get that. Uh, if this got out like six, six and a half, something like that, uh, I would definitely think about betting Seattle in the game. And they've really, you know, They've gone on the road and beaten Detroit already. Like, it's cool. Like, Seattle by margin, those games where they're a big favorite, that's going to be a little tough sometimes. I think you talk about that a lot with them. You, you call them a dumb team, to be fair. But, they're, okay, if you're a dumb team, you probably don't want to lay a bunch of points with a team like that. That's not this. And so, you know, I think this number's fine, but I, I just get the sense that, like, we're going out from here. Games that are five and a half or five rarely stay there. 
there's sort of like a good way to think about it. I've done this on the show before. There's a, a magnetic pole on the number three and a magnetic pole on the number seven. And if you're anywhere between those two numbers, you kind of end up getting sucked one way or another. You get magnetically drawn toward three or towards that. Which one is it going to be? We're going to go back down or we're going to go up where we, it almost never stays here, right? Like think about the Bengals Niners game. We started, started five, five and a half. We bounced back and forth. We ended up going way back down again. Just which, which way are we more likely to go here? My guess would be up based on how Baltimore has played the last couple of weeks. That might create a bet on Seattle. That's probably the only way I'm thinking about playing the game. You better you bet with Nick and Ken, Magnificent Football Monday, talking week nine in the NFL. If you could either have one of the two following powers, you could have the power of magnetism like Magneto and control metal like Magneto does. Right, or Pre- magnetic pretty badass fields. superpower. Magnetic right. fields. Yeah. Or you could have the ma- the ability to magnetically move numbers wherever you want that open in the dead zone, either to three or seven, and then bet the other side for as much money as you could bet. Which would you rather have? The ability to control magnetic fields and metal, or you could be like, okay, I think that this point spread should be seven, and then you could bet Seattle if you think that number's right, for example. So, like, do I want to go outside and, like, control a giant truck and lift it up in the air over my head and swing it around? Or do I want to be like, well, it'd be better if the Patriots were two and a half. Like, that'd be a little yeah. bit better. Like, I, 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 in the short term, like, I'm going to pick the cool the cool superhero one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. Like, I think I'm, I think I'm good with that. Also, like... Even if I moved these numbers to things I thought were like good bets for me, there, there's no guarantee that I'm right or smart or would win. Whereas when I pick up the truck, like I picked up the truck, I did that. I can put it wherever I want because I have those powers. That's pretty cool. Like, oh, like I like I want a fork from upstairs to eat my dinner. King, and it just appears in my hand right now. It'd be pretty good. Yeah, like I, look, I'd, I'd love to be able to move point spreads, but uh, you're going to give me the powers of Magneto who just is almost like an OP superhero. Like magnetic fields is a pretty cool thing to be able to control versus like most superhero abilities you could have. I think it's a really good answer. Uh, Do you feel like the Ravens, and they did like, they covered a big number week one against the Texans. That's at home, Stroud making his first start, like injured offensive line in that game. Do you feel like Baltimore is a little tough to trust in a spot like this, like we talked about Seattle and like laying a lot of points, that Baltimore might be a little tr- tough to trust laying a lot of points also. Because like, I think that the Seahawks are dumber than Baltimore. I think Baltimore might be a little dumb also in the same way like Seattle's dumb. Inconsistency, penalties, like uh, yesterday's game I think is a prime. And they won the game yesterday and they, they, they should have won the game going away. But I, I think Baltimore is a little, a little tough to trust in a spot like this where Ken, I think I'm... I haven't bet the game yet. I do think that if we went over six here, I do think it would kind of like, I think I'd have to like take, take a look at Seattle if we got there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, and there are, uh, <laughs> I know people, people listening, it's probably like, man, Nick thinks every team is dumb. Uh, I think there's a lot of teams that you would lay points with and feel good. I, honestly, like the teams that end up being big favorites of a lot are the teams with the really explosive offenses. They end up being like big favorites and you end up laying them in some situations, you being like anybody, not just us. And because you see those final scores come in all the time, right? Buffalo is a bad example this year, but like you would lay points with Buffalo a lot the last couple of years. And you would know that there was like a really good chance that they could cover a number like that. The Mahomes Chiefs, the entire era would basically be like that. Late season Cincinnati, the last couple of years would be an example of that. The Niners earlier this year, the Dolphins this season, like teams like that, like UC7, UC10, UC13. Yeah, like that's, we can have a reasonable conversation about laying the favorite. When we get into these, like, is Baltimore that team? Like, is New Orleans that team, the team we were just talking about? That's where it gets really tough to try to, like, trust the really inconsistent offense, the team that has trouble scoring in the red zone. That's the Saints and uh, and Dallas to a certain extent. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I get it. I don't know if I like, don't trust. I just, 
I think this number is totally fine right now. I'm much more interested in where the number goes. And if we get too far off this type of range, almost like playing it back to this kind of number. And look, the Ravens have like a legendary head coach. When it's all said and done, probably a legendary head coach in John Harbaugh, like an MVP candidate quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Yep. I'm not saying they're bad, just that I don't know if I feel full. And I know they blew out Detroit a couple weeks ago, a different point spread though, obviously, right? I don't know if I feel comfortable like laying like a lot of points with the Baltimore Ravens. I'd be more apt to take a lot of points with the Seahawks in this spot if and when we get there. We can have that conversation coming up a little later in the week. So again, just not to confuse things, I don't think the Ravens are bad, just that I don't know if I trust them laying a ton of points we'll talk about this more coming up later in the week oh we're, we're on like a nice little pace right now here in the segment let's get to another game and uh we talked about this game on friday after tampa lost but covered in improbable fashion on the road in buffalo on thursday night so tampa loses to the bills so they have extra rest right houston goes on the road to carolina and like loses like a mind-numbing football game to bryce young and the carolina panthers so not a great game for cj stroud D'Amico ryans and the texans so houston will host tampa on sunday and the texans right now in between a two two and a half and a three point home favorite the total in the game is 40 and ken you had some pretty strong thoughts about this game on friday uh do you, do you still kind of feel the way you felt on friday about the bucks and the texans in houston yeah, definitely. Uh, I think I'm going to get what I want in this game to make a bet, and then I'm going to make it, which is uh, I thought the Texans would open short and get bet out to three, and then I would really like, <clears throat> excuse me, Tampa once we got to plus three, and I think that's what's going to happen in the game. Uh, I think D'Amico Ryan's probably going to be a really good coach like for the Texans. I think they're probably going places or whatever, and Stroud can develop into a really good quarterback. Uh, at this very moment, I actually think there's like almost no difference between the teams, and if you're going to give me three and Tampa gets extra rest in the game, uh, then I'm going to take it every single time and it's it's probably one of my favorite bets of the week there's probably one other game i like more uh just the full three here i think is the to me like not the mistake but just the thing that makes me want to make a bet uh, i talked to you know one of the reasons we liked tennessee last week or i did was just like the setup right what is the number in the market why is it that is it because of what you just saw from each team and like the perception about one of the teams i think like I think people do think like, you know, you follow a lot of the like analytic people in the space, listen to the conversation about teams. A lot of people like like Houston, like think they're really on to something, you know, maybe not this year, but going forward. And I, like, I, I don't get the action in this game. Like, I don't get going out to three uh, when Tampa has things going for them. Probably going to get a better injury report, extra rest to prepare. Like what these things, are, these are advantage Houston these things and like yeah i like stroud conceptually also that was a miserable game yesterday against the panthers like that was really bad so i don't i don't get it like or at least i should say i disagree with it that we're gonna open less than three and go to three so really like tampa three in the game think it's like honestly might be one of the last spots this year where i'm gonna be like i really want to play tampa um just because i think the setup is really good and the number is good as a result let's say it never goes to three one ten let's just say that doesn't happen like tamp tampa teasers i feel like are like Tampa well, just, well it's, I mean, feels great. there's three 110s on the board right now. There's three of them, and oh, there's okay, three 115s. Okay. Yeah, oh, so great. like we're we're there, and I'd pay 115 for the three also. Um, so yeah, like we're already like we're like we're not even 2.75, we're like 2.8 or something in the game where like you can get some like reasonably priced threes, uh, and I would get them. All right, uh, tough to disagree. We talked about that on Friday. I agree with Ken on Tampa as the play against Houston coming up this weekend. We are through the 1 o'clock slate of games, uh, and we'll save some of these coming up for tomorrow on a Tuesday. But on the other side, we'll get to at least the Colts and the Panthers. Hashtag Shane Steichen overs. We're looking to play an over in this game with Indy and Bryce Young and the Panthers. And uh, probably skip Raiders-Giants because the Raiders are playing tonight. So maybe we'll get to the Eagles and the Cowboys as well in Philadelphia to wrap up our number three on a Monday. You better you bet.
We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.